Hey, how's it going, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Oh boy, do we have a great episode in store for you today. And we have a very special guest on the podcast as well. Yeah, we want to welcome onto the podcast Nick Marinelli to join us for our Ace Combat episode. Thanks for coming on, Nick. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is actually a really long overdue topic, and we wanted to have Nick on for a while. And instead of doing a favorites with friends, which we've actually been doing a lot of those lately, we thought, hey, might as well do that Ace Combat topic because you're such a fan of this series. Uh, we got some help from our buddy Brian with the playlist, and Nick as well helped with a couple tracks. So, so yeah, did you play Ace Combat when it started on the PS1, or when did you first start playing these games, Nick? Uh, like a lot of people in the series, I started with the fourth one, which was the, the first one on the, on the PS2. Nice. I The only game in the series I played was the, the second one on the PS2, which I think is 5. I played that at my friend's house in high school, but I really don't know much about this series at all, so it'll be nice to get a little bit of your insight today. 5 was a, a landmark entry in, in the series. It really transformed the, the, the presentation of the story. Well, it's always great when we can have an expert to guide us through kind of our, <laughs> our discussions. Because Indeed. so often Carl and I are out of our element when it comes to the context of all this incredible music. So Will, I think have you played really any Ace Combat games or not? I also have not. I think, yeah, our, our ignorance knows no bounds, Carl, in terms <laughs> of like, oh, here's a series we've never played. Let's jump in and analyze the music. But Well, the one great thing about <laughs> video game music is time and time again, you can do that. You can get away with that because the music is so strong, and today is no exception. The music on this playlist is so cool, so interesting, that even if we're not even talking about the context at all, we can all enjoy the music kind of on the same level. So... I look forward to that. Uh, before we get started here, uh, Nick, what is your favorite game in the series, personally? I, I've come to appreciate Zero the most. Ooh. Uh, when, it, when, it, when it first came out, uh, it, it, it wasn't as big as Five, which it had come right right after. Uh, but kind of go, going back, I appreciate the kind of the compact package. That comes in. That's but really I, cool. I tell you, seven seven's a contender. Though. Well, sorry, we're only playing one track from it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like we said, this series actually started way back on the PS1, and what we're doing today, it shouldn't be any surprise, we do not have time to play every great piece from the series. We had to whittle it down, and we're just giving a smattering today. We're playing a track from one, a track from two, uh, a handful from four, five. I think four, five, six, and seven are, are probably what most people consider like more of the classic era of Ace Combat, and so we're playing quite a bit from those games. We're playing one from Zero as well as one from Assault Horizon. So what do you guys say? Should we just dive into some great music? Let's go for it. Let's do it. So what you guys heard playing in was Reprisal from Ace Combat 5, and that was composed by one of my favorite series composers, Junichi Nakatsuru. We're going to now move way back in time to Ace Combat 1 for the PS1. This is a track called Night and Day. It was composed, apparently, by Masako Ogami, a very different sound starting off this series, but let's take a listen to Night and Day.
you guys are listening to a little bit of Night and Day. This is from Ace Combat. It came out for the PS1, and this was composed by Masako Ogami. That is not a name that is going to continue today. Uh, I think the most classic composers of the series is probably Nakatsuru and uh, Kobayashi. We're going to get a lot of their music today. But what an interesting start. Yeah, I was actually shocked and floored when I went back and listened to Ace Combat 1 and 2 because I had never listened to them before. And I had an idea of what I thought Ace Combat sounded like, and that's really more of the 4, 5, 6 kind of era. So when I heard this stuff, I was really surprised. I do like it, but it's quite cheesy, and I don't know how much it holds up. I don't think the later composers really honored this style too much, but Will, what do you think about this? (laughs) I really think it's interesting music. I was sort of talking about and and joking with these guys when uh, we were listening to it that could or would something like this ever be written if video games didn't exist uh and like as a genre i'm like could you imagine just an instrumental composition that sounds like this as like call waiting music if you call up like at&t and i just i can't imagine all of these specific choices being done in the context of one piece of music if it weren't for video games like it's Carl pretty was quirky. saying that maybe it's it's the most similar to like animation or tv music which is probably true but yeah just hearing this there's something so unmistakably gamey about it just the production the choices the sounds everything it, it's kind of like the, the the quintessential japanese approach to western music theory like that's the kind of music that they, they pump out like all this cassapia and, and, and t-square kind of stuff it's it's really cool but yeah it's a very different taste i think as the series went on that line got a little blurred but yeah going back to one and two it's kind of shocking in some ways yeah <laughs> let's see what we got next on our playlist. so we're only i hope hopefully no one's disappointed by this we're only doing one track from uh, ace combat one and one track from ace combat two and i do want to say something now is we're not playing any music today from ace combat three if you're a big fan of that soundtrack i apologize I didn't really find anything that particularly special about that soundtrack. It was a lot more electronic and atmospheric, and I'm sure it worked really well for the game. Um, But I didn't find anything that I really thought we wanted to necessarily talk about today. So apologies for that. But let's move on to Ace Combat 2. This is a cool track. This was one of my favorites I found. This is called Sunset Glow, and this one was composed by Kota Takahashi. Here we go. So good. Sunset Glow, Kota Takahashi. You guys know that I love this. I mean, this is right up my alley. It's so jazzy, so fusiony. 
really imaginative and colorful music. Um, I do like the classic Ace Combat sound, which is upcoming in our episode today. But I gotta say, I would have loved it if if they continued this. Uh, there's there's elements of kind of a fusiony uh, sound to come, but yeah, this is just so cool. Whew. Yeah, unbelievable. It's so stylish, and it's like Jake Kaufman in a sense, where there's just so much ear candy every single second. There's so <laughs> much dazzling, you know, uh, harmonic writing, all of the individual lines, the drum part, the production, and just the virtuosity that's communicated through how frenetic the music is. Even though you know this. It clearly isn't real actual performers um it, it still has that sort of exuberant energy oh my god the drum fills are insane so nick did you go back and uh replay this game yeah and it's funny because because ace combat 2 is ace combat 4 in reverse or or vice versa like if you look at, <laughs> at the wor- world map of the missions where, where, where it takes you it's just you know okay. east to west west to east going across the continent but yeah it, it's ace combat 2 Really, really defined the core gameplay of the series. Hmm. If you if you removed all of the story elements out of the newer Ace Combat games, you just you just end up with Ace Combat too. <laughs> it's just that that core series gameplay that that they really refined. Yeah, that's something that I was curious about. Is like how much plot and story and characters are there in the series, or is it just mostly about the shooting? Uh, the plot really came into play starting with with four. Well, actually, no, with three. Three had an insane plot, but it was completely ripped out for the American release. So it had anime cutscenes oh, wow. and all this stuff. It was two discs when it came out in Japan, but it was only one disc here. Interesting. Uh, they just didn't feel like doing any any of the any of the translation, I guess, because they didn't think anybody here would care about it. Yeah, I wonder if it was a laziness thing or just like I don't know if this is going to resonate. I think these Americans just want to fly and, and shoot a bunch of people, so let's just give them that. Yeah, totally. Like they weren't wrong because you know no one's. <laughs> No one had, had heard of the series. I think still most people haven't heard of the series. Like you talk about flight simulators, no one expects yeah. an amazing soundtrack and, and storyline. Yeah, that's definitely something that surprised me in the past when I first started to listen to Ace Combat music is I, when I think of a flight simulator, you know, I would think of maybe no music or, or very subtle atmospheric music. So yeah, the tone that the series established is kind of surprising in some ways, but it's really cool. Uh, all right. Like I said, we are going to skip three. So apologies to any fans of three out there. I'm not saying it's bad. Uh, we're going to now move on to four. And how many do we have today from four? It looks like we have four <laughs> tracks we're playing. And we're starting off with a piece called Kimona. This was composed by Tetsukazu. Nakanishi, let's take a listen.
This is actually a beautiful marriage of like the earlier sound and a little bit of the newer sound. Yeah, this is four is, is where the series sound really started to, to come into, into play with with this rock 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 melody rock and synth melodies over over orchestra backing. But four also a little bit of a disco-y vibe. Some of the chords and yeah. grooves almost feel out of disco, just not with those instrumental colors. Yeah, it's it's a unique sound. By the way, this is composed by Nakanishi. Everyone, it's it's Kimona from Ace Combat Four. And yeah, let's talk a little bit about this. I mean, we're gonna get a little bit more of an orchestral emphasis as we go on in our episode. There's just a little bit of that already happening here. It's kind of it's it's like funk rock fusion, but but score it's background music here and it's it's really scoring specific emotions um i think this is actually a really great combination of carrying the torch of the first two games and that style of the music with bringing it into a newer generation this is this is interesting i'm a fan it's it's interesting because the the sound of the series has evolved with the quality of of synthesizers and that's this, very true. This is like you can you can hear these early 2000 horn and string samples uh, and it's them kind of dipping their toes in, in that territory and it just continues to, to improve as, as the sound libraries got better over time. Very true. What are your thoughts on this track? That's Will? a very good point. Yeah, again, I think I was surprised at the combination of influences as I saw it because it's like you still get some of the fusiony colors with the synths and the sort of washed out 80s production. Still some of those colors that uh you know we were talking about a few tracks ago, but yeah, the stylistically it's sort of coming into its own. Uh the the rock sound is being communicated much more you know, with more of an emphasis on distorted guitars and sort of those colors, but the rest of sort of the backing band is still sort of the cheesy eighties, almost getting into like the disco territory with a lot of the grooves and some of the harmonic choices, those really like lush and mellow chords that we hear just make me think of almost like seventies, eighties, but like definitely early eighties. Well, the, the series, there's no doubt about it that the music of Ace Combat is very eclectic. And one sound that we're going to get a lot today, I don't know how much we've had it so far, but we will get it, is the kind of acoustic drum kit, really loud and almost like a Led Zeppelin kind of a tone on, on these drums. Uh, that's kind of backing up an orchestra. So you might have drums and guitar and, and a lot of times slap bass with an orchestra. And it's a really unique sound. Uh, now we're going to move on to... A really epic piece of music. It's called Megalith um, Anus Dei. And what's cool about this one is I believe this one incorporates more electronic drum sounds. And so so we're going to get this combination of choral and orchestral filmic vibes with some electronic as well. It's really cool. This one uh, is the first one of today, composed by Kaiki Kobayashi. Let's take a listen.
Now we're cooking. This, to me, is classic Ace Combat music. This is Megalith, Agnus Dei, from Ace Combat 4, composed by Kobayashi. It is so good. I love the combination of that electronic beat uh, with a fairly cheesy kind of 90s militaristic film music sound. This reminds me of, you know, thrillers, like militaristic thrillers, like Executive Decision or other 90s movies like that. Feel like Kurt Russell was like saluting as I'm listening to this. This is this is so good. Yeah, that that sort of medium of a big epic film choir and orchestra is something that was uh, really popular. I think throughout the decade of the '90s, as I think it's like we we're taking that sort of traditional symphonic orchestra to its grandest and most epic. Uh, and kind of evoking some of the bigger romantic and post-romantic composers. I just love the quirky combination of of <laughs> different styles that you have that you have in this one. So, Nick, tell us a little bit of the context of when does when does this happen in the game? So this this is the last level. It's you know this epic ah. air air battle of like like 20, 20 jets and a giant furball, uh, while there's these asteroids falling from the sky. Uh, Ace Combat 4 introduced uh, this this world b- building idea of, of the Ulysses asteroids that that struck uh, hmm. the planet, which is known as Strange Real. Uh, it looks like Earth, <laughs> but it but it's not. Uh, and so this this level you're fighting on is is this super weapon that was meant to to shoot down asteroids, but they were adapting it to to use to attack other countries. So uh, <laughs> you know the interesting. Th- this this is the, the first instance of, of a choir. In an Ace, Ace Combat game, and yeah. uh, you know the 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 song is called uh, "Lamb of God" because it's it, it carries the, the the long tradition in Ace Combat games of flying into a tunnel on the last level, and the hmm. idea is that you have you have got to to fly into this tunnel to blow up this missile, and you're just kind of depending on the the, the ground forces to to hit a, a button for a for like an exhaust port that you can you can fly out of after you blow up the missile. Man, they really nailed that for the music. I mean, oh God, this is just so epic and emotional. Right. Well, it's all going for that sort of like Carmina Burana sound, that, that like epic, almost end of the world, epic yep. choir and orchestra. And then, I mean, there's been so many examples in great film music. Probably the most famous would be the Duel of the Fates from episode one, kind of in John Williams' take on that yep. hybrid sound of like big epic voices that a lot of, you know, romantic era symphonic composers like to use but the thing that i really like about this piece is how sort of optimistic it is harmonically Mm -hmm. compared to some of those darker pieces like this has that sort of lydian hopefulness or just a a very like triadic major melody so to me it, it still has that feeling of like overcoming the the challenges as opposed to um oftentimes i feel like when choir is invoked in the orchestral context it's very almost like biblical in its like finality and how like fateful it is and this doesn't feel as fateful it just seems like a big emotional moment well let's keep the epicness going and the kobayashi vibes going this next one is called heaven's gate and it might be the most energetic of the day so far let's check it out
You guys are listening to Heaven's Gate. They really nailed this militaristic epicness here. This is composed by Kaiki Kobayashi. There's a few composers listed for Ace Combat 4. Some of them uh, we're going to continue with today. Um, I think there's some new composers that joined on later in the series. Yeah, the one thing that's interesting going back to a title like Ace Combat 4 is that you're hearing, you know, and Nick mentioned this earlier, but you're hearing virtual instruments from this era, early 2000s, that they don't really hold up now. So there's a challenge of going back and listening to this. But I think what this music was going for uh, is a timeless thing for any era of, you know, militaristic shooter. I mean, this this emotion is, is spot on, even if the instruments are a little cheesy. Yeah, I, I think it's very much in the Americana Copeland yeah. tradition. and But even predating that, you know, the, the medium of almost like the bugle call and the drum corps has the militaristic quality. And so many great film scores, you know, evoke this, whether it's a whether it's like a political film or historical drama I mean I think a great example sort of in this idiom I think of Mark Scheiman's score to A Few Good Men as that <laughs> yep. sort of you know like trumpet Absolutely. and heraldic noble like the well, law well another thing that, that reminds me of that era is sometimes <laughs> those movies didn't always have the budget for for like full performance so sometimes you hear like some crappy like synth strings in like 90s films which is always funny right yeah i think that score in particular it has real orchestra but it starts with this very synthy cue i don't know if it was like re-edited <laughs> but you know that first scene in gitmo like has the really cheesy old <laughs> yeah. like synth it sounds like dx7 kind of stuff we just, just end great. up talking about a few good men for the rest well, of the episode <laughs> i mean it's a pretty good movie it is pretty it's a great good. Score, it's pretty classic. Too. You can't handle the cheesy synth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently uh, not. What, what's cool about um, this choice of, of horn synth and string synth is that uh, in Ace Combat 7, which came out just a, just a couple of years ago, um, there's a lot of throwbacks to Ace Combat 4 in it. And on the levels that, that are really uh, dedicated to Ace Combat 4, they choose to use those 20-year-old horn and string synth Really, oh, like, that's evoke, cool. Evoke, oh, man, I'm getting choked up here. Jesus Christ. I like uh, that. <laughs> yeah, to like evoke, evoke that feeling of, of what it was like to play it 20 years ago. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of reverence that the series has to the previous titles. Uh, and I should really, and maybe 7 would be a good one to dive into for me. Like I said, I did play 5 a long time ago, but I think that would be tough to go back to. Let's see what we got. We have one more today from Ace Combat 4. This one is a nice change of pace. It was composed by Katsuro Tajima. It's called The Bird Spread Its Wings.
so beautiful. You guys are listening to The Bird Spread Its Wings from Ace Combat 4. I had to include this uh, in this episode today. I really liked some of the tender moments that this series saw once in a while. This one was composed by Katsuro Tajima. Now, let me let me make a wage here. I, I've never played this game. Nick, is this the credits theme by chance? It is not. The credits theme is actually unusually Ooh. poppy and, and upbeat. This oh, is, well, then what the heck is this? So the story of Ace Combat 4 is told through the point of view of, of a little boy uh, living in enemy-controlled territory. Uh, his, he's hmm. an orphan because uh, in an air battle, a plane fell on his parents' house, killing them. Um, and while he's living in enemy-controlled territory, it turns out that the, the enemy Ace Squadron is posted up in his town. And so he's working as, as a harmonica player in, in this local <laughs> bar where this enemy Ace... Uh, regularly hangs out, but you know he does, doesn't know. Uh, the, the kid knows what the enemy ace doesn't, and so the enemy ace he plays guitar a lot in, in the bar, uh, and so this is a, a piece of the that enemy ace playing playing the guitar uh, to this boy. I know this is probably going to enrage like fans of the classic Ace Combat style, but so far this might be my favorite of the day. <laughs> just musically, I just I just thought it was really beautiful, and it might be a little bit schmaltzy. And kind of over the top, but I really will. What did you think about this? I like this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely gorgeous music and gorgeous playing. I love the sound of the nylon guitar. Yeah, it definitely doesn't sound like what we've heard so far today, which again, context in games is tricky because I think video games have a tradition of being more eclectic than movies or other media. So not just incorporating music that has different tempi and different like modes and scales, colors, instruments, but sometimes evoking completely disparate genres within the same piece. So I think as gamers, we're more um, desensitized to, I think, stark contrast. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, it leads to really uh, powerful moments like this, where if this were a film, you would never have a piece like this, Uh, I mean, maybe it would be more of an experimental choice, but have a piece like this follow the kinds of score that we've heard. But I think in games, we're a little bit more up for anything. And I think having a tender human moment like this is really powerful, given the context of all the high energy stuff we've heard. Yeah, it's the very somber delivery is necessary because like as as you as the player is is, you know, shooting down tons of planes and blowing up lots of bases you're kind of seeing the the enemy side's reaction to it as they're hanging out in the, in the bar, uh, including when you shoot down the ace pilot's wingman and you see him trying to cope with her death. Perfect. Well, we're now going to move on to the only title that I have a little bit of experience with. This is Ace Combat 5, which came out, I believe, in 2004 for the PS2. Um, this first one that we're playing from 5 was composed, again, by Jinichi Nakatsuru, as well as that play-in today that led our episode off. I think Nakatsuru is my second favorite Ace Combat composer. Let's take a listen to a really interesting piece of music called Blind Spot.
so good. You guys listening to Blind Spot. This is from Ace Combat 5, and this track really goes on a journey. I mean, it has those uh, classic Ace Combat elements. Um, also, you know, a little bit more of a stripped-down emotion to it as well, of the solo fretless bass. It's a really great choice for this. A little on the cheesy side, but I'm here for it. This was composed by Nakatsuru. This might be a nice time to kind of catch up a little bit. Uh, for some of our listeners who are not familiar, um, Nick actually is the former executive director of MAGFest back in the day. Uh, what are what are you up to these days, Nick? I know that you, like a lot of people, uh, had some of your plans hit hard with the pandemic. But what have you been what have you been doing with yourself these days? Yeah, so I, I left MAGFest at the end of, of 2019. Uh, and I, I started going to business for myself as an independent event management contractor, live mm-hmm. event producer. Uh, and I started a video game music band booking agency. So all of that really kind of started to debut at the beginning of 2020. Oh, boy, gosh. business is booming. Let me tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It just, it was such a tough year. I mean, especially when you have a. Uh, an industry that depends on people being together in the same room and that's like the one thing that wasn't possible but what how are things looking for you now like what when you look to the future in like six months a year two years like what what are you thinking well thankfully uh uh, in in the world of event planning the immediate short term is, is is considered to be like six months from now so people are are at this point looking forward to the future, getting uh, getting their venues all, all locked down, starting to book acts, because people plan these things out a year plus in advance. That's uh, true. I'll tell you, the, the last year has kind of been hell for me, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paying the bills, uh, and I, I'm COVID-free, so I got that much going for me, so I can't really complain. Yeah, and I, Man, and I, I think that the future imagine. is definitely going to be a really... Uh, just like grateful one like 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 i can speak for myself that i am so excited to finally see live music again and i imagine that once everyone you know once this kind of calms down a little bit i I do think that that future looks bright what were some of the coolest uh shows that you helped with uh just before the pandemic i would say that my my favorite show of all time uh was the sonic adventure music experience concert uh at magfest 2018 that was phenomenal that was a, a a culmination of like of a lifetime of of dedication to video game music and vindication as I stood on the on the tech island surrounded by thousands of people in that concert hall that I wasn't the only one. Yeah. And then I imagine that you had a great experience like actually putting that together. Did, so did you travel to Japan to kind of set that up or how did that even come to be? The funny thing is, June emailed us because he was interested in, 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 in playing. Uh, and it, it, it took us for, forever to, 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 to work it out because um, I'll just say visas are, are, are a pain in the butt. Uh, it takes forever <laughs> to, 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 to get them settled. Um, so I, I was, I, it was actually, I happened to be over in, in Japan visiting my brother. Uh, but while I was there, uh, I took the opportunity to take some meetings. Uh, and so I got to, to sit down with June and we really... Uh, cemented like how how ready we were to do this concert, how excited we, we were, and uh, we, we were at, at that at that time we had we had already missed one event cycle, so we were chomping at the bit hmm. to get it ready for for the next Magfest. Uh, so it was it was really exciting to be able to do things I had never dreamed that I would be doing as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's definitely I know for me one of my most memorable Meg experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And it, it just I think one of the cool things 
um, about looking forward to the future is, like you said, Carl, I think not only all the opportunities for us to gather and listen to music in the same space, but having a the experience feel completely different because we've gone so long without it and we can kind of appreciate the the energy that um experiencing live music particularly uh as you know you were alluding to nick the it's like when you can experience collectively great music with a group of people who also appreciate it and especially if you've had the experience of like you know most people in your life not necessarily understanding or appreciate what you're passionate about or the specific right. music that you care so much about to find that real actual physical community yeah it is that vindicating feeling of like i'm not alone in this <laughs> yeah it, it was a real landmark moment in my life and I'm, it's the kind of thing that i'm going to appreciate for the rest of my life absolutely i mean me too and i just was <laughs> i just was a spectator um, so yes, guys, as as we kind of get back to normal, definitely check out video games in concert. You can follow them at Twitter at Game Music Rocks, and I look forward to seeing what crazy stuff you come up with next, Nick. Well, what do you say, guys? Should we get back into some Ace Combat music? Yeah, let's do it. This ne- this next track, uh, when I showed Nick the playlist, he he singled this one out. He's like, yeah, this is a, a very classic track that embodies the sound of the series and i totally agree this is hangar one from ace combat 5 You guys listening to Hangar 1? Uh, this is from Ace Combat 5, composed by Kaiki Kobayashi. And it's such a fun sound. Yet yeah, Now we're really cooking with gasoline here. I mean, you have that really funky slap bass. You get the... It might be fake drums, depending on, you know, the era of these when these games came out. But yeah, you have what's evoking kind of that real live-sounding drums with the orchestra. It's such a fun and kind of modern sound. Um, it's very quirky. Will, what, what are your thoughts on, on the sound here? Yeah, it's a great blend that we've discussed uh, before on today's episode in different ways. I You know, I hear slightly different influences. This drum sound has that raw, more metallic bite, you know, to the snare drum. It makes me think of sort of 90s, almost like pump, punk or pop punk, kind of like rock, heavy, hard-hitting drums. Um, and so it's like the, some of the stylistic influences, but again, just really dazzling, charming music, the mixture of br- the brass section and the strings of the orchestra in with sort of this rock energy, but also it's like the orchestra elements aren't 
um, they're not trying to sound as edgy as the rock elements. Like you even right. get, you know, glockenspiel and bells and the cuter parts of the orchestra are on display as well. And I like that mixture because sometimes when you hear the sort of like rock orchestral hybrid, it's like the rock stuff is being rock and the orchestra's kind of doing the same thing. And it doesn't put either of them in a great light because it's sort of like cheesier rock music or like uh, an orchestra being dumbed down. But what I like about what <laughs> happens here is that it's like the orchestra is just doing its thing, being orchestral and light and whimsical, and the rock stuff is doing its thing. And so it's actually a true hybrid. It doesn't feel it really compromised. Yeah, a lot of the time, a lot of times when you have rock and orchestra, it's it's a melodic rock piece that's not strong enough to stand on its own. So they throw an orchestra behind it to, to, right. to try to hide that. Cooler. Yeah, it's and so then, true. And then a lot, a lot of times when you have an orchestra piece, it's not really melody driven, especially in, in games and film. It's just kind of ambient, like, oh, look how epic this is. But like right. this, this sound of Ace Combat is this super melody driven orchestra with these rock elements coupled with it. It's so true. And I think this next track that we're moving to to me as one of the strongest <laughs> embodiments of that uh, really good melody writing in this next one it's again composed by kobayashi this is rendezvous from ace combat 5 <laughs> Oh my god, I love this. Maybe my favorite so far of the day. It just fills me with wonder and imagination. This is Rendezvous from Ace Combat 5. I think, and I know Brian was mentioning this because he helped out with uh, the playlist as well. I think he was saying uh, that 5 might be his favorite score in the series. I would have to agree with that. It's, It's really strong. It feels really confident. It feels like in some ways they're combining everything about the series, you know, that had, that had come before really successfully. This is again composed by Kobayashi. This is so good. Yeah, and you're exactly right. Like, like 5 is the, is the, the start of, of the modern Ace Combat soundtrack sound. Uh, like, <laughs> 4, four had, had started to fuse these rock uh, and electronic elements from the three games before it and try to introduce orchestra as well but you know the samples were cheesy not quite there five yep. was really t- taking all that effort and really putting it into a, a three disc soundtrack pack package <laughs> it's true yeah i mean will we i'd like to talk a little bit more about this we touched on this like�����������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������
I don't know what it what is it about this type of writing that so many people feel like oh I could never I don't want to do this like that would be out of place like why are people so scared of this you think Well I think it's because it's so vulnerable it, you know things that are <laughs> melodic things that are so immediately appealing or infectious they they sort of wear their emotions on their sleeve uh it's the kind of music that uh, it, it doesn't have anything to hide and it's sort of upfront about what it is. And what that yeah. means is that someone can say, Oh, I hate this. This is so lame. Well, how cheesy, how corny, you know, where I think music that's more muted colors, these subtle tones, more textural, the worst thing you could say is that it's boring, but it it's like, it, it's kind of at an arm's length emotionally. And I think you and I really like this music because it's, it's almost so confidence. It, it's so confident in its lack of caring about being aesthetically trendy or cool. And so it actually becomes very cool because it's not so obsessed with, you know, it, it's like that, you know, the po the real popular kid in high school sometimes is the one who isn't caring about what everyone else thinks. Where all the people trying to fit in and act that's normal trick. and act like everyone else around them, they're, you know, that that's actually not as interesting. We're just pure exuberance. You know, in a pinch, another effective thing in high school is to pretend that you don't care because it's hard yeah. <laughs> it's hard to truly not care that's clearly the ideal uh, because you know so sometimes you just care so much but you got to pretend that you don't um, and, and this out really reminds me of what we've been talking about recently with Princess Connect um, and that's something that we talked about a lot on those episodes is that amazing combination of kind of the rock instruments with with the orchestra sound we wish that we heard it more in other mediums but We'll take what we can get. All right, let's see what we got next. Sadly, one more track from Ace Combat 5 today. This is The Journey Home, composed by Katsuro Tajima. You guys are listening to the journey home and nick reminded me of something um a really close call um with a playlist was uh the i think the title track because this game is called ace combat 5 the unsung war and there's a track called the unsung war that i i did closely consider but i decided to go with this one instead um how so, beautiful though seriously god that cello solo is gorgeous i'm really curious of the context though is this is this the ending theme, or is it something near the end? Uh, I'm not sure if this is used in the ending, but its place in the game is supposed to be this kind of uh, 
shared tune of like peace and, and love that um, that kind of crosses cultural boundaries. Like the closest analog I can possibly think is maybe like an Amazing Grace. Um, right. And and this is the context of this is these two nations who have been pitted against each other unknowingly by by, by a com- common enemy are suddenly realizing that they can they can work together. So this is uh, uh, music hmm. that they're kind of playing over the loudspeakers of battleships as kind of oh, like wow. a, a signal that they're going to work together. Interesting. Will, what do you think well, of the writing? It's so, the to me, yeah. I really hear a lot of Alan Silvestri influence, like Forrest Gump, oh, Castaway. Very I mean, sweet, definitely those 90s. kind of heartfelt melodic gestures. But uh, yeah, uh, just a, a real old-fashioned sense of harmony in writing. Gorgeous melody here. And the use of the solo strings... Um, is very effective because it's almost it's been said that you know a, a lyrical solo string instrument is the closest thing instrumentally to the human voice and I mean I think mm-hmm. any kind of great orchestral solo whether it's a solo French horn or a solo oboe or a solo cello it has that capacity where we sort of hear it as a character we hear it as one person um, because that's how it's played is one person's kind of soul channeled through this music and so I think for any moment of heightened emotions like this especially a piece like this that grows and swells into this beautiful orchestral 2d to start from something so innocent and uh i love that i concept of starting a melody off with a soloist and expanding to the full orchestra but what a tune i mean we could talk about and analyze this music all day i love though the eclecticism that this can fit within the same score as a lot of the right? more rocking fusiony tracks that we've heard today. Yeah, five is definitely tough to beat, but I'm excited to move on to this. Now, we only have time for one track uh, from this today. It's Ace Combat Zero, The Belkin War, but really interesting score, and this one is a real standout. It has the classic Ace Combat elements, but there's actually a couple of additional new elements thrown in to make it even more exciting. This one was composed by Nakatsuru. It's the round table. Just badass. You guys are listening to The Roundtable. So good. This is from Ace Combat Zero. It's composed by Junichi Nakatsuru. Uh, 
yeah, I just love the 6-8 groove. I, it's interesting, when this one starts, you think it's just going to be that Spanish, slightly cliche sound, but then the bass just comes in and it's just classic Ace Combat. It, it really has everything for, in my opinion, a fan of this series' music. It's, it's really exciting stuff. One of my favorites. Yeah, I love the way you feel the groove here because it almost like it, 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 the composition's introduced in sort of what feels like a 6-8, uh, yet when the drums and bass come in, it's so syncopated and it's so yep. precise to the syncopations of the music that there's really that uh, incredibly rich, expressive feeling of, uh, I guess, like rhythmic dissonance. You know, where it's yeah. like, oh, how do you feel this? And your body is almost physically pushed from side to side when you hear those hits. It's as though it's like we're being done to your body. And yeah, that's such a powerful feeling in music. It's also just, again, such virtuosic playing. Excellent composition. Yeah. Harmonically, it marries the two worlds of the rock and the orchestral. Uh, and th- this kind of progression, where it's the major one, major two chord, is something in rock that you get with you know big power chords moving in parallel. But it right. also has that Spanish guitar uh, flamenco well, association a wonder- to it. It's such too. a wonderful choice. I mean, this is just yeah. really solid writing. I feel bad. <laughs> Sorry, Nick, that we're only playing one track from this game. I should have included more. I just for some reason wanted to focus on the the kind of main numbered entries. Yeah, this, this, this is a, a good good way to, to sum up zero because like each each game in the series kind of has it it's 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 gimmick it's its shtick. You know, one is eighties yeah. rock, two is nineties rock, three is electronica. With zero, it's it's this flamenco guitar and it appears through almost throughout the entire soundtrack and it gives hmm. it that 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 flavor of like this is what this game's going to sound like and it's cool how how no game kind of relies on on sharing a shtick from from a a different game they each have their own unique feel to them with that same kind of underlying current of the the sound absolutely well let's move on to ace combat 6 uh we have time for a couple of the score today um we're gonna start off with the main theme again composed by kobayashi let's take a listen beautiful melody writing here this is the main theme from ace combat 6 there's kind of like a church-like hymn-like quality that this track has it's very heavy it's hilarious to me going from the tone established in ace combat 1 then to this it's almost unrecognizable that it's <laughs> the same series but in any case uh yes composed by kobayashi 
it's a real treat. Uh, you know, as the years went on, the technology improved. It, it's, yeah, I would say that for me, six and seven uh, were really enjoyable, maybe kind of sound wise, technically speaking. I think five had maybe the, my favorite combination of the two elements. But, Will, what are your thoughts I, on this? I think they're. There are clearly so many Japanese composers that are such a cut ahead of your average Western composer. I think I'd be hard-pressed to find, you know, 10 people in the U.S. that could write music like this. Uh, and certainly a lot of the ones or maybe that, that could would, choose would either to. be... <laughs> yeah, or uh, like, uh, seriously, I mean, the, the, the craft of this writing, the, the neoclassical quality of it, like how... Uh, how much it sounds like romantic era music and really like it it sells that like it's not just it's melodic and pretty like it's exceptional writing it shows a command for the orchestra for all the instrumental colors but don't you think there's also like a church-like quality to it definitely yeah and what that comes from is the fact that it's how it's harmonized that very homophonic sense of where you have a melody line and almost every single note of the melody receives new harmony but it's all very tonal and logical that's right. that, that sound of functional harmony because it's the way hymn tunes were written there are basic chorales and then for each word you know since you have a choir of soprano alto tenor and bass they all need to change syllables and words at the same time so it sort of was only natural for it's like the parts to all diverge in the same moment and that's kind of the sound we hear why it sounds religious or chorale like because rather than having you know one chord per bar it starts to become more like one chord per beat right you know nick something that i was really surprised with time and time again is these moments of like emotion in sweetness and maybe delicacy that i wasn't expecting for a series like this i mean it's definitely not just like stock call of duty like you know badass you know war music and that, <laughs> that's kind of what i was expecting a little bit more of it to be so six like it's objectively like well composed, well produced, well well, re- well recorded. Uh, not my favorite. Uh, I I I think that it. Went Me neither, bit- to be honest. When I when I looked through the whole score, there wasn't a lot of standouts. I think this is incredibly strong. But I, I see what you're saying. Like like five got a lot of positive reception from from the the tight orchestral elements it, it introduced. Six I think just went too far in that direction and really bet all the uh, chips on orchestral and it didn't mm. have that, that that diversity to the ace combat sound that I, I expect. And and yeah, and like it's it's all very like romantic and, and maybe like Hollywood score kind of stuff that I played through that game a dozen times, but I could not hum back a single song from it. That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean and I will say like going through all these scores, we're only playing two tracks from Ace Combat 6 today and that was because it, it it really wasn't one of my favorites either. I think that main theme is awesome and there were maybe a couple other standouts, but 5, I mean, we could have easily done a full episode just on 5. And so it is interesting to see that they they definitely explored some new directions in six. Uh, this next one I I made an edit uh, because it took a long time for this one to kind of kick off. But in any case, it is the liberation of Grace, Grace Maria.
exciting. You guys are listening to The Liberation of Grace Maria. Now, I'm curious. This is from Ace Combat 6. There's a really long intro to this song. It's at least two minutes, if not three minutes, before this kind of melodic, exciting part kicks in. Now, how is that timed in the game? Like, are they timing that specifically to a moment of action in the stage, or, or how does that work in the game? The, the, the basic format of Ace Combat 6 is that there's, like, different theaters of operations around the map. Like there's a cluster of enemies over in one far corner, cluster of enemies in the other, and the other, uh, and you start off way on the other side of the map, making your way to your to your capital city to try to reclaim it. So this this, this it. long buildup is kind of you flying into your home to, to come take it back, and uh, you had to edit it out for time, but that that long buildup in the beginning is hmm. really what makes this song just this layer by layer by layer getting added to really really hit what it, what it is you're trying to do here. Well, also, again, the context, you know, feeling that while you're playing the game, it's got to be so emotional of a climax when when this musical climax, uh, you know, kicks in. Uh, so that that's really cool. Will, what do you think about this? I think it's really beautiful. Again, this is another one where it's sort of like a simple long line tune, but complicated by interesting rhythmic syncopations. And here done in a more kind of all out orchestral context, you know, it's more just straight. Yeah orchestra then but it, it still has some of that rock like syncopations that we were hearing in that more progressive drum part even though here it's you know just being done through the groups of the orchestra you know be big brass and string hits and everything well if you thought that ace combat 6 wasn't quite wild and quirky enough for you let's move on to ace combat assault horizon this next track is called white devil and it's pretty dark pretty intense pretty cool this one was composed by ryo hamamoto Here we go. Very interesting. You guys listening to White Devil from Ace Combat Assault Horizon. This feels like a lot more kind of classic in the series. Not that it really reminds me of other pieces, but it just has that quirky combination of a lot of different styles. Um, and yeah, I mean, you do get a lot of bass in this track, but it's so heavily distorted. It's 
It's a pretty crunchy tune. I like it. It's amazing music. I also love how the orchestra sounds. It's very like that close mic'd in a smaller room sound, but a bigger orchestration and the combination of it, the, the hybrid aspect of this, kind of combining the the rock and the orchestra. It's very tasteful here and great production. And I really yeah, like the I, flourishes I love a simple sort of on the propeller like, like motive. Will, do you like that one part where it goes and then it goes up the octave? I thought that was extremely Yeah, catchy. That's the other thing is like, oh, another thing I appreciate about Japanese composers, when they write for the orchestra, they write for the instruments in terms of what's idiomatic and what they can do. A lot of Western composers, they like to make really polished sounding demos, so they write everything with the shorts and longs. So it's basically like either a all staccato passage or an all long line whole note passage. But you don't get those kind of really you know the almost a fiddle line you know that yeah. kind of thing that's hard to program but not hard for a great player to execute and to me it's like such a waste of money orchestras are so expensive give them the hard technical stuff that you can't do in the daw like right give them the kind of writing that brings them to life don't just try to make them sound like a machine you know did you uh nick did you ever try out uh, assault horizon or like kind of what's the deal with this game so the Ace Combat series, I'd say, is not a very popular series, but Assault Horizon was an unpopular game. Like people <laughs> in the Ace Combat community did not like this one at all. And this this song it might have been one of the only good parts of the game. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you had mentioned uh, like Call of Duty earlier, uh, yeah. and that's what Namco was trying to do like in an attempt to reach a broader audience, turn this into Call of Ace Combat. Oh, uh, that's sad. Th- they, they, they got rid of the, the fictional world. They try to set it in the real world. You know, it's become like, oh, the Middle Eastern terrorists are, are, the, are the bad guys. Uh, huh. they, they, they simulated, like, you know, like the, the blood spattering on screen by it being, like, oil from the planes you're shooting down spattering <laughs> on screen. It's just, oh, they, wow. they just tried to make it very extreme, crunchy, in your face. And um, maybe, maybe... Maybe uh, Gen Pop liked it, but it was not my cup of tea. That's interesting. Yeah, I will say that I didn't actually go through and listen to this whole score. This was just one standout that I, I think Brian recommended um, to include. But yeah, I I didn't really spend a lot of time listening to the score, so I can't really speak to the quality of it. But that's that's sad to hear that that maybe they lost a little bit of their identity. But it sounded like they regained it a little bit, hopefully, with... Ace Combat 7, the final title on our episode today. We have three more tracks left, including the playouts. Stick around for that. We're starting off with Pipeline Destruction, composed once more by Janichi Nakatsuru.
Now we're rocking. This is Pipeline Destruction. Really solid drums and guitars in this one. Good groove. This is by Nakatsuru. Um, yeah, this, I, I wanted to include this because I think it's, it does a good job of kind of capturing the, the kind of background music score style of Ace Combat music. I mean, some of this music has enough strong melodies that you could, you know, listen to this on your iPod and, you know, you're going you're gonna to be entertained. But then there are ones like this where, to me, this one is just effective background music, in my opinion. Very much so, yeah. This is kind of the the style of rock hybrid orchestra that I'm more familiar with. This sounds more like something like Brian Tyler. Um, yeah. Where I don't think the orchestra is quite living up to its full potential. It's more like strings in the context of a rock song as opposed to rock instruments in the context of a larger or orchestral hybrid piece. So um, that being said, I think it's very well done. And I like, again, we've talked about this before, but the production of the actual orchestral instruments here, I like that it's not overwashed out with verb, that it, it that it's basically like, it sounds like we're hearing them more or less dry within the context of a soundstage rather yeah. than in a large, you know, church-like or that big digital epic reverb sound that you hear in like trailer music for instance i like that it you can still hear the grit of the actual orchestral sounds seven is kind of interesting because because for me like going through the whole series it it is a, a real treat to get to the point where we have really good sounding you know either recordings or virtual instruments whatever it may be this only came out a few years ago so the technology is at a as a really high point. So that's really exciting. Uh, Nick, what are your feelings on maybe the score of seven and just the game, how it compares to the whole series for you? Seven, what felt like an apology entry in the series. It was, it was the first uh, numbered entry in, in over a decade. And it was wow. kind of everything that the community wanted that real true, true to form, not trying to be something it's not sure. Um, uh, uh, you know, the gameplay as well as the sound and I'd, I'd forgotten like the first half of this song is okay like like Will had said but I, I forgot how long the loop was because the second right. half there's these spicy chords that come in and, and the strings indeed uh, I'd forgotten the, the, how good those were yeah that second half is really where it kind of won me over when I was going through the score I'm glad I stuck with this one uh, let's see what we got uh, we have one more other than our play out this one is called Long Day which is kind of like what it feels like for me and Will at the end of a podcast recording uh, <laughs> <laughs> from Ace Combat 7 <laughs> composed again by Nakatsuru what a solid composer here is Long Day
boy, this is so good. You guys listening to Long Day, this is a possible contender. I had no idea for track of the week, but I'll just tell you guys my favorites. Maybe we can all vote. I would say today my favorites would be this um, uh, rendezvous as well as the round table. Those those are my top three. What do you guys say? What do you think is the track of the week? Oh, man, it's tough. All of this music is so strong. I also think that the the real orchestral stuff tends to just be so favorable to listen to. Like, I really loved the Ace Combat 6 main theme and the liberation of the Grace Maria mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I, I adored those tracks. But I think they're probably less... Uh, typical of the overall yeah. series. I it's like true. the idea of doing this long day track because I feel like it it does show what Ace Combat is about. It's this rock meets yeah. orchestra sound, and it's but special this is a that it's from the most modern entry. version of it. Yeah. What's What's great about uh, the the seven soundtrack is that the shtick in, in this, like you know, zero has flamenco guitar. This has got like this kind of really dirty twangy acoustic guitar that pops up in some tracks like like uh nice four 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 would be a, a good one to, to check out and mm-hmm. it's that kind of I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than like southern dirty guitar it's such a, a beautiful huh. sound that's really cool yeah definitely you know if anyone's interested check out this whole score and you you, you, you had asked you know like you know, top three for me hanger one is for, for it's my favorite song in the entire series. I think it really sums up what it's supposed to be, which is interesting because all it is is just the plane, or it's a song that pl- plays when you're choosing what plane to use on that sure. mission. Not you do hear that a lot. <laughs> not particularly me- meaningful, uh, but it's just, I, I, I could just sit there and just, just listen to it on, on repeat. For, for yeah, that, that might be the most classic when it comes to the Ace Combat sound that I think most of us think of. And now, there is a few different sounds the series has, has heard, but yeah, that is incredibly classic. Oh, man, what what a solid episode. This was so fun. Thanks, Nick, for joining us on this episode, and thanks for those ideas. We swapped out a couple tracks last minute. I'm really glad we did. This was so much fun. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm really excited for the song you're going to play us out on, too. <laughs> and once more, to, uh, thanks so much uh, to our friend Brian Kelly for his help on this playlist. Uh, we're going to have him on uh, some other future topic. I wonder if there's another series that he's as much of a fanboy as Ace Combat. Or we could just do a part two. <laughs> uh, Will, what are your what's your takeaway uh, with this music? Yeah, this was all outstanding. I feel like in particular uh, that main theme is something that I kind of want to go back to and dig apart as well as some of this really cool stuff in seven. And I also was a big fan of that assault horizon white devil track. So any of the like more, I just get so dazzled by rhythmic stuff. Cause I yeah. just, it's not how I intuitively think. So I like going back and kind of picking through, Oh, how did this work again? And kind of taking things apart. Cause it, there's, I feel like there's a lot that uh, really works well in this series that I feel like um, we can learn from in our own music. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to play you out with a really cool track. It's Magic Spear 1, again from 7. This one was composed by Ryo Watanabe. I believe next week we actually have a Mercado Radio on the docket. Will's going to be doing some traveling. Um, And so enjoy that, and we'll be back with you the following week. Anything else either of you guys got at the end? Any last plugs? I just want to say thanks again to Nick for coming on and uh, wish you the best of luck, man, in this next year. And hopefully as things open up, 
that business will uh, start booming for reals this time, and it would be <laughs> great to actually get out and see some amazing live music in the next year. Yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, uh, Video Games in Concert uh, is a booking agency for, for video game cover bands, and we're trying to get these bands out of, like, the MAGFest convention circuit and more into mainline mainstream venues. So if you know any venues, festivals, college campuses, corporate parties, uh, mm. uh, check out gamemusic.rocks uh, and check out the selection we have. Very cool. Well, thanks so much to Nick. Thanks to all of our listeners for sticking with us. We'll play you out with Magic Spear 1. I think that's about it. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out.